Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits and we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and this is the CBD Perform vlog. Um, now, as you know, recently we've been looking at cannabis and cannabis, uh, cannabinoid research um, and we've been looking at different areas within that or under that umbrella. So today we're going to be looking at difficulties occurring in cannabis research. Um, so we'll just get cracked into it because there's quite a lot to cover off in this um, vlog. So thanks to um, legal issues regarding cannabis across the globe, um, as you know, in many places it's legal um, and, and in many places it's not legal. You know, there's different um, opinions on it. So researching the plant <coughs> hasn't been as straightforward as it is when researching other poten um, potentially medicinal plants. Um, and there is a legal issue. Um, though it varies from country to country, if a researcher wishes, wishes to study cannabis or cannabinoids, they have to proceed through a number of stages in order um, to do their research legally. For example, an American researcher spoke of having to involve the country's Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, um, the state government, the state and medical examiner boards, the National Institute of Drug Abuse, the US Food and Drug Administration, their academic institution including the Dean and Heads of Department and those who fund research within the researchers' departments when they planned to research cannabis. Um, when researchers in the UK wish to study cannabis like those in the US, they must find their way through many regulatory hoops including input from the government, the likes of the Advisory Council on the Misuse of Drugs, the Medicines and Healthcare Regulatory Agency, the Health Research Authority, and of course, they require the all-important approval from the Home Office to allow them to be in possession of cannabis, um, which would otherwise be um, illegal. In the UK, we saw the Home Office grant the pharmaceutical company GW Pharmaceuticals um, permission to research cannabis back at the turn of the century. Um, this isn't something we see the Home Office doing very often at all, and meaning that in the UK, with one large company <coughs> monopolising the research of this plant for the development of medication. This company has indeed produced important effect of cannabis-based medications as a result of the research. Um, whether cannabis is legal or illegal, in most countries there's usually still strict rules as to who can grow cannabis. In the US, researchers may only obtain their cannabis from the National Institute on Drug Abuse Programme. Um, in the UK, Researchers can obtain cannabis from government-approved growers. GW Pharmaceuticals actually grows vast quantities of medicinal cannabis in the UK. In this country, 
um, is considered one of the main medical cannabis producers. Um, to import or export a controlled drug or chemical precursor, um, UK research or pharmaceutical facilities have to apply for a domestic licence and a national drug control system um, account in some circumstances. Um, trials and tribulations for the, the, the researchers coming up with their methodology <coughs> for studying cannabis or cannabinoids is not always simple. Um, the obvious approach, which may be an issue for participants, is smoking cannabis. Now, not everyone would want to smoke a substance, even for medicinal or research purposes, um, and some might be willing but not able. Um, they may struggle to, to physically smoke. Um, dosing is also an issue when it comes to a trial looking at cannabis smoking. Even if you weigh out the plant matter carefully, there may be dosage variations depending on how someone smokes a joint. Some may smoke in a way which increases the burn rate and temperature, while the depth of smoke insulation into the lungs may vary from um, smoker to smoker. So when looking at different styles um, of trials that we've discussed previously, um, we've, we've discussed about the use of placebos in trials. When it comes to trialing cannabis, there's obviously a bit of an issue. Most people know what cannabis smells like, um, and if they've ever used it recreationally, they know what it tastes like and how it makes them feel. Therefore, you might think it would be difficult to either disguise the cannabis or the placebo itself. So scientists have taken account of this, creating placebo cannabis. So placebo cannabis is generally made via um, a solvent extract extraction method, with the final product containing 0.001% CBD and 0.002% THC. This product contains some of the plant's aromatic, aromatic terpenes um, and flavonoids, therefore there is still some of that familiar aromatic scent to help throw, throw people off the scent, so to speak. Um, but what about the psychotropic effects? There's always going to be a giveaway in a trial, therefore researchers take steps such as using actual cannabis, which is a lower psychotropic activity, such as variations which are lower in THC or which higher, have a higher ratio of CBD to THC. Um, the reason why they do this is because if there are any cannabis users in the trial, they're likely to be used to the effects of higher THC variety of cannabis um, with more potent psychotropic effect. Therefore, they might not be quite sure whether they have a genuine cannabis or if they don't experience their normal high. Um, researchers may also impose a fake um, sedating effect in all participant groups um, to make it difficult for them to work out whether they have a genuine cannabis or not. Mild sedative drugs are usually used um, for that purpose. Um, for some trials, um, an individual's past use of cannabis is important for ascertaining cannabinoid exposure. In some cases, participants might worry about being honest about their history of cannabis use uh, for legal reasons. Um, some people may struggle to give a detailed history of their cannabis use because they just can't um, accurately remember, especially they tend to use cannabis after drinking. Um, if researchers are trying to ascertain the, 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 the quantities of cannabinoids introduced into the participants', participants body through recreational cannabis use, the various methods of administration for using cannabis along with the variation of cannabis strengths also make that particular task very tricky as well. Um, so in terms of this part of the vlog and looking at the difficulties incurring in cannabis research, um, in relation to cannabis and cannabinoid research. Um, that's us concluded this part of the vlog. 
Um, in the next vlog, we are going to be um, looking at basically the future, moving forward with research and what's ahead. So I hope you'll join us in, in that vlog. And um, I just want to say thank you again for listening in to this vlog. I hope you found it interesting and informative. And again, as ever, if you need any information on CBD Perform products, whether it's CBD oils or CBD topicals um, or CBD drinkables or edibles, please just visit the website, which is cbdperform.co.uk. That's cbdperform.co.uk. Um, it's very informative and you'll find everything in there um, that you need. And if you have any questions, you can always contact us directly on email or um, telephone. And so, yeah, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. And, um, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you in the next vlog series. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.